And welcome everybody back to a new episode of the Space Helix Podcast. This is episode 40. And with me I have, as always, my co-host Mike. How's it going? Pretty good. Sweet. Are you ready to smear some WWE? Smear it. Yeah, smear sure. It. No problem. I mean, they're doing it themselves. I guess we're just really not adding to it at all. We're just helping it along. That's right. Making sure everyone knows. They're complete garbage. Is anyone is anyone really surprised that they would sell out for money? I mean, really. I mean, it's Vince McMahon. That's what he does. Right. That's what people do in the business world in this country. Yep. Sadly, um, I feel like I've uh, thought about this all this stuff enough that I don't even know if I remember to say everything I want here, but. Here it goes, anyway. So, um, as everyone knows, their stupid crown jewel event happened, and they stupidly uh, decide that... And you get a bunch of people, uh, several people throughout the uh, weeks leading up to it, that decided to claim that it was for something else, when you all knew it wasn't. And this is all, you know, the backlash, of course, to them was all because of the uh, uh, killing that the government clearly had a involvement in of the uh, Washington Post Journal. So we're just going to go ahead and mention here that uh, Deadspin had an article uh, that they would be taking tens of millions of Saudi money. Sure looks awful. Yeah, you bet it doesn't. <laughs> uh, according to the article, it's a 10-year deal. So that's wonderful. I'm going to do this, like, what, twice a year for the next 10 goddamn years? Apparently. Um, and the, um, the amount of money that I heard was about between 40 and 50 million dollars. That was just the last show. That was the one in April. So I guess, uh, when it comes down to it, uh, see, I look at it as the, um, the weapons deal that the United States has with Saudi Arabia is how and is how what they're using to pay the WB. So basically, it's our tax money. So it's great. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny. I just it just hit me. I just like ugh, ugh god, ugh. Just don't even want to talk about it. But let's move on here to. Uh, more of a, I'm more interested in like the comments and how people try to fucking spin it and shit. It's like uh, Randy Orton, he had to open his bat, fat mouth. He's like, I think we should go. I think it's the only way to help with the change that's going on and not cancel the trip. It doesn't and I think, help to go because that's up to the people. They basically would have to overthrow that government on their own. <laughs> yeah, that's how you help people. <laughs> they're not doing that they have no interest in that <laughs> this whole is acting like they're trying to we're we're trying to help them get better and just change for the people there then they don't give a fuck about that they don't give a fuck about that like, i got news um, for you buddy uh they have a monarchy dictatorship it's not exactly gonna change that's why any time a government like that tries to say we're being more progressive you don't believe them because it's bullshit. It's just to continue to to give 
the tiniest little things to them, if anything, and call them, and then pat themselves on the back like bear Horowitz and act like they're benevolent. And then that's how they keep their power. That's just what it is. And you helping out with spreading it around the world, which is what this is all about, right. is using the show to tell the rest of the world how great they are so we can be like, oh, they're not so bad. Wrong. That's just how it is. It's wrong. Yeah. And you're a fucking easily duped moron if that's if you fucking are going to... In fact, you're just part of the fucking propaganda if you're going to make excuses. That's really what it is. Yep. So congratulations being a useful idiot, Randy Orton. So in another another separate article, this was a different thing as well. Ronda Rousey decided that she would um, get all uh, defensive about it, uh, people's complaining about it, and uh, and act and uh, defend uh, the same exact government that would, uh, if she lived there, she would be oppressed. So basically, she's cheering on for women's oppression. Good job. That's Good job. So uh, let's see. Let me get a quote in here. Um, I guess uh, I don't see a quote. All right, I guess I'll just I'll just read uh, the uh, from the postwrestling.com uh, website to the uh, news update from when this happened from John Pollock. I'll just read what he said here. Put Ronda Rousey spoke to TMZ on a decision to move forward with the the W's decision to move forward with the Crown Jewel event. Uh, Rousey brought up her own experiences in the 2004 Olympic Games and running with an Iraqi athlete following the U.S. and Iraq conflict that began in March of 2003 and citing how this story hits home with her sister being a journalist. While Rousey admittedly states that she is an idealist, any defense of running the show must include the fact that WWE is being paid such an exorbitant amount of money and that was the ultimate decision maker opposed to the company acting as agents of change. So, um, so yeah, she's trying to make it sound like that. Oh, because you know, Olympic games and yada, yada, as if this has got anything to do with that. Like, great. You had one person that had a great experience with a Iraqi. Great. What, what does that got to do with this? Yeah. The Iraqi, first of all, isn't even a Saudi. So fantastic. It wouldn't matter anyway. No, it wouldn't. If it was. No, it wouldn't. But it's it's especially laughable because that person has nothing to do with that country in any way. So good for you. Congratulations for pointing out a useless antidote. I'm so impressed. Well, that's all they have is useless antidotes. So, And I, and I think it's funny that uh, this other um, article that came out just like a couple of days before the event happened, it was Stephanie McMahon who finally just blurted out basically what the hell they were actually there for. I'm like, hey, finally you're honest. I mean, but it's like half-truth, so that's not surprising either, I guess. Uh, she uh, specifically said, moving forward with Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia is, was an incredibly tough decision, uh, given the heinous act. Yeah, I'm sure it really was. Yeah, seeing that you didn't give... Sh- here, here, here's... Here, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Nobody's having a tough time. This is not a tough decision by anybody. Not for them or anyone else criticizing them. Me criticizing them and saying you should not do it, shouldn't have done it, is not a tough decision for me. Because I look at it as you do the moral thing, they fucking killed a a journalist, you don't go. It's not hard. I also got news for her. And this is not the first heinous thing they've ever done. 
They've already been doing a bunch of fucking killing civilians and shit and bombing Yemen. Yeah, exactly. Even back when they were there earlier this year. And many other things you can call before that. I don't know. Do you remember 9-11? Does anyone remember that? I don't know. It seems like a little event that I I, found, I, I vaguely remember. I don't know. But I remember, like, kind of, sort of, uh, a number of the hijackers who of the planes who did that uh, were Saudis. Uh, I don't know. I heard a majority of them were. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I kind of remember that. I kind of remember that. Maybe she doesn't. Remember. Maybe she forgot already about that event <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah, I like. I, I I would love someone to stop talking about that shit. You know, they they constantly want to want to do business with this country, but at the same time, also remind me of bullshit nine eleven. Like, how about you stop reminding me of that that day? Stop reminding me of it, because the only reason anyone does that in the U.S. is to is to is for propaganda reasons of their own yes. here in the states. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with anyone giving a shit who died. Nope. End of story. So when people look, never forget, I'm like, I would prefer you did. Um, Always forget. Anyways, yes, always forget. Hashtag always forget. Um, (laughs) But anyways, uh, like tough decision. I'm like, it also was not a tough decision for them. They were going no matter what. That was not a tough decision for them. Now how they're going to spin it, how they were going to claim innocence, that was a tough decision. (laughs) So they can suck my dick on that because. Uh, well, let me just finish up before I keep going. Uh, uh, she said, she continued, but at the end of the day, it is a business decision. Thanks for admitting it. Um, and like a lot of other American companies, we decided that we're going to move forward with an event and deliver a crown jewel for all our fans in Saudi Arabia and all around the world. Oh, yeah, you got fans in Saudi Arabia. It's more like the... See, I just love this attitude that these fans are paying for this company. This, like, you know, the fans came to the show. Like, no, 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 no. In a dictatorship, the fan, the the population goes to the show because they're told by the government to go to the show. There's not a single fucking person that can tell me otherwise. And on top of that, because of that, they didn't fucking have to pay for it. So the house is gonna be full no matter what because they were mandated by the government to go to this fucking thing. Now, it might not be. There may be some leeway to get out of it, but I guarantee you, those fucking girls that kept showing in the audience were fucking sure it wasn't, from what I heard. So, so um, the point of view of the uh, author that put out this on ProWrestling.net, uh, he says, Stephanie labeling this as a business decision is the most accurate part of her explanation. Agreed. <laughs> In my mind, it's all about business. The big business is that the W's lucrative 10-year deal with the Saudi government. The additional talking of doing this for fans sounds nice and plays to fans who merely want their entertainment, but it's hard to view this as anything more than a mere cash grab. Well, that's what it is, because who the fuck... Who the fuck... Uh, when, when they go to anywhere else and have an event in the U.S. or Canada or something like that, the government doesn't fucking just shovel buttloads of money onto them to have the event they go there they rent the places out and they hope to make the money make a profit off the gates of the fans paying to come in but that's not what this is it's the exact opposite in the way it's yes. working so right. don't pretend to me like you're going there to fucking because oh my god all these fans in saudi arabia please please shut up <laughs> shove it up your ass oh by the way um in case anyone that's listening to this or even you, Mike, if you didn't know. Um, so they, they'd they been working on... Because on the show, I heard that they had got... They actually got... Because they, of course, you know, 
those women weak women women subservient in this country uh so they're not so they had to negotiate for months to just to try to get um oh god damn what's her name now um renee young they're trying to get her to they wanted her to be on the announce team and so i'm assuming because dean ambrose was not booked for the show he was not on the show but he was still there and you know why that was because women must have chaperones in our country they cannot be anywhere without a man's might <laughs> that's what i thought yeah, when i heard God. about that yes that's what it is that's all it is like he had to go because you know and i guarantee dean was sitting there going man they must really be a sad sex of shit if they think a woman can't handle herself because i don't because he's probably sitting there going i don't fuck do i have to go i don't need to go i don't i'm not booked on the show <laughs> I hope he got a big payday for just being there. He's the only one that deserves it. Um, <laughs> him and his wife, of course, but that's it. Because um, everyone else is like, oh, you took the money because you looked the other way. Well, some, uh, of the, some of the performers actually, like, like I understand Dan O'Brien and, uh, you know, and John Cena, they, they probably have clout enough to, to just be like, I'm not going. And what are you going to do about it? <laughs> but a lot of the other people really on the roster that were gonna be there probably didn't like you're not gonna tell me it's a, that uh uh people like uh what's the uh god damn it. who else was on the show uh styles and smojo and yeah like smojo sure as hell ain't gonna have no fucking clout to be like i'm gonna not do what you always told by the company that plays me that's just not gonna happen see see i agree with you but i also think that he could be like Fuck you! I make good money on the independence. I don't need your ass. A lot of people have been doing good with that way, so they don't need them. I mean, they'll get more money, maybe, but I would, I would, I don't know. I just maybe I'm just a someone who likes to piss off people that think they rule everything. So I just be like, yeah, you think you have control of the situation, but you really fucking don't. So see ya. That's what it takes. So I'd be like, I'll go to the independence. I'll make more money. So, I'm not saying, you know, if they felt they couldn't do anything, that's fine, whatever. But I just would be like, yeah, well, I guess you don't need my services anymore. See ya, bitches. <laughs> I want to work for a company that's going to be that's gonna be like, this is a tough decision, even though it was all about the money to begin with and never was anything about anything else. Please, bitch. <laughs> uh, um, the other thing was, because, you know, when I... Initially heard about Shang Man winning that World Cup thing, which I think is funny that anyone even looks at it and goes, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, it's a stupid show in a stupid place in the world was within a stupid world that uh, that has a fucking dumb tournament that I never took seriously from the start, and anyone who takes it seriously is hilariously fucking stupid." Um, but on top of that. The fact that they're all like, what is this? The Shane McMahon one. Why the fuck did that happen? I'm like, dude, does that really shock you? Did you really like this show? I mean, come on. And then on top of that, it turns out that they were planning for him to, to do the exact angle the whole time. That was not a, a thing where it was like, oh, the Miz was really hurt or... Or it was like they were scram- look like because they made trying to make it look like they were scrambling like for a solution to the problem of him not being able to compete. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was all bullshit. It was all angle. <laughs> it's just like 
It's like, yeah, I, I, hey, you do shitty stuff normally on the a main event roster. This obviously takes the cake. But hey, at least it's on a show that's in a shitty country. The shittiest show in the shittiest country. That, that sounds good to me. I don't. I, I think that's hilarious. To people get like like dwell on that. Cause I'm like that. That just makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. So, and then you had Hulk Hogan there. Like everyone's like, oh, this is this is a backdoor way to get him in. I'm like, well, I didn't bother me either because again, shitty country and shitty person meet shitty show. Perfect match as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so, dumb. So that's all we gotta say about that fucking crap. Took less time than I thought, I guess, but good. Let's talk about something that's surprisingly still related to WWE, but actually it's a good thing, even though it was a fucking uh, diversion. Hey, we're hey guys, we're going to do the more Saudi Arabia bullshit, so and they won't allow women on the show, so let's do a a couple days earlier. Let's do a let's do an all women's pay per view. You know, squirrel. Oh, look over there. You know. They didn't distract Not, me. Yeah, they tried. I can do two things at once. I can, uh, I can enjoy your all women's pay per view, knowing it's a that's trying to be a distraction from my outrage, but I can still be outraged at the same time about your other yeah. thing. I wish everyone could do that. I'm multitasking. I'm human. Most people can't. Most people can't. I think it, I think it legitimately fucking do people to be honest. Uh, so, anyways, um. So I didn't get to see my 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 beautiful uh, uh, the uh, the great Rita Ripley. I didn't get to see her. That's unfortunate. That was a dark match. Uh, that's all right because uh, we had lots of good shit on the show. Um, so what do you think about? Well, I say a lot of good shit, but honestly, when I look back at it, some of the the, the for like first half of the show was kind of eh. Let's admit it's kind of eh. yeah. Well, was kind of eh. yeah, kind of yeah. I don't think it was. I don't. I I think that it it wasn't the typical, you know, good and bad. It was bad and good. So I guess that's a nice change of pace. <laughs> um. So in the first match on the card, they had Trish Trish Stratus and Lita uh, against uh, defeating Mickey James and Alicia Fox, who was subbing in for Alexa Bliss, and it was. Amazing reaction, especially when Trish came out initially, and mm-hmm. that was all great and all. But I just thought that the match was pretty bad, given that the people involved usually do better. So yeah, I, I thought it was fairly middling overall. So. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was. A, it was. A... And then we had a 20-minute women battle royal. Uh, the following, the participants, uh, Nia Jax won it. Uh. It also involved Ember Moon, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Molly Holly, Kelly Kelly, uh, Tori Wilson, Sonia Deville, Lunder Blaze, who looked really bad, by the way. You mean old? Uh, she looked old. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Marie Canellis, Kline- uh, Lana, Manny Rose, Dana Brooke, Michelle McCool, Naomi, Carmella, Ivory, Oscar, Tamina. Zelina Vega and Ember. I said Ember. What the fuck? Why did I listen to her twice? Well, Anyways. I know why you listen to her twice because she should have been the winner. Yes, I agree. Because now we're going back to Nia Jax versus. I was honestly surprised because I don't watch the main <sighs> roster anymore, so I was surprised how much the crowd was into Ember Moon. I was like, "What? 
Yeah, that surprised cool. me too. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, then we had um, the finals of the Mayan Classic, which I, for the most part, enjoyed pretty well. I got to see a lot of matches for the, a lot of. The, you got to see multiple matches from the same people all the time, so you got to, you know, especially if they went past the first round, and you got to get to like them. For like for me, Rhea Ripley was just one of my. She's giving me the heebie-jeebies that I like. I know it sounds weird, but I'd say that, but I don't That's know how to explain way, it. That's a strange way to put it, Matt. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, she does it for me is what I'm saying. Like, Pete Dunne does it for me in the same way. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I know that didn't explain any better, but at least it put it better. Less creepy words, I guess. I don't know. Um, but uh, so I got to see a lot of them, and I felt like that, Certain people were being pushed more than than I thought they were worth, and some less. But regardless, um, Tony Storm defeated Io Shirai, and I was not as sold on Io Shirai as her uh, reputation, or the at least the part they want to tell me about has was led me to believe. I don't think she's as good as they build her up to be. Like, oh, she's the was it the something about she's. I forget her nickname they gave her, or the nickname we were using, but Empress of the Skies, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, um, and Tony Storm, uh, she's alright. She's alright. But, uh, the two standouts, uh, was, for me, what, by the end, was definitely Rhea Ripley and, uh, Mako Satomura. So, so, that's that. And then yeah, we had... A, it was a solid match. Yeah. Then we had uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia uh, defeat the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. Uh, it was a it was a much better match. I was, certainly wasn't looking forward to this match at all because of that Sasha Banks, Bailey stuff, and I'm just, as of, you know, the first half of this year... And, the, the literal constant on-off, like, hey, we don't like each other, now suddenly we like each other again, then we hate each other, now we suddenly like each other again. They've done that twice now, and it's turned me off on them. And I was never a big fan of the whole hug shit that Bailey was doing. So uh, so that's that. And uh, so that was a much better match than I thought, so I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was... Uh, I was actually a lot, a lot into that one while it was happening. Similar to you, and I didn't expect much, but I got more than I thought I would get. Yeah. I actually was uh, surprisingly into uh, the Riot Squad's members outside of Ruby Riot more than I thought I would be for the first time ever. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not, not a, I wouldn't like recommend the match, but it's, if you're, if you're typical of our thoughts on, on hearing, like if you haven't seen the show, and you're like looking for things to watch and you're kind of like down on main roster women stuff, then I think you'd be surprised by that match too in the same way we were. Um, well, here's not main roster shit and that's why it's good. Um, NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, Kyrie Sane was defending against Shayna Baszler and lost. So Shayna Baszler is the first ever two-time NXT Women's Champion. So we got some... So, two time, two time. There you go. That's right. You said it twice. Did you, did you see what you did? 
I I know exactly what I mean. <laughs> yes. Um, so good chemistry as always. I think I think you're the one, Mike, that told me that every single match that they've had, they've gotten better and better. Yeah, and I think uh, this is the best one they've done so far. Agreed. Across all boards, yes. The boards I don't have. That's um, right. Yep. Then we had uh, Becky Lynch against Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. For the, the best, best match of the night. Yes, I was going to say that just now. He cut me off. Uh, last woman standing match, best match of the night, absolutely. Uh, as hard as, as, try as they might, Becky Lynch is literally the uh, Stone Cold Becky Austin. Uh, yeah, it literally, that's how it comes off. <laughs> she's not gonna, she's not gonna get booed. They can't. They're not gonna will it into existence. The only thing they're will into existence is as a, is a dictator money. So, um, <laughs> and, and, and editing video packages ahead of the match on the show in order to insert booing where there was cheers originally. Yes, yes, and that's the line I was gonna mention, is that uh, they had. Um, the appearance of for Edge to do his little talk show segment like thing, and he talked about how you know you're doing exactly. He was talking to Becky Lynch and mentioning how oh you're doing exactly what I did during my career when I would uh, when I would throw uh, friendships to the, into the garbage bin just to get ahead in my career. And he said at the end of the de- at the end once you're retired, all you do is you sit at home with all those title belts. Uh, on your on your mantle, but then you're you're alone, and then he's like, "You'll hate yourself." And then she's just like, "You're right, I do hate myself. I don't." I don't no, she's like, "He's like, you're right, I don't like myself. I love myself." <laughs> and that got cheers initially, even on their YouTube video page. If you go and look up this segment, uh, you will see that the cheers are there. And then if you watch the uh, Pre-package, pre-match package right before this match on this show, on the Evolution show, you will see here the boos, which were not there originally. So I love myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a great, <laughs> great line. Uh, <laughs> and then we had the main event, uh, Ronda Rousey defeating Nikki Bella to retain the Rollins title. Did anyone doubt it would go any other way if you say if you say no, of course it wouldn't go any other way. Then you're right on the money, because I don't know anyone else who would have thought it would. Um, did you think this was a good match or what? I thought it was slightly better than I was expecting. Slightly. And that's because the Bellas, right? Mainly, yes. But honestly, I don't think Rousey's that interesting. I never. Nah. I ever since they brought her in earlier this year, I'm just like, I don't. I don't really care. I don't care. I'm not interested in her. And I know why they're pushing her to the moon. And it's because, oh, oh, um, do, do people know her from this other thing she used to do? Oh, that's nice. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you, this is not the same thing. And that doesn't make me give a shit just because. So, and I didn't watch her and in, in, in her MMA career. But I definitely heard a lot about it because, of course, the fucking mainstream was just, like, eating that shit up or whatever at the time. And so, you know, I knew about it just because I heard about her. And that's fine, whatever. But bringing her in here and being like, oh, yeah, of course, we got to push her so hard because 
people know who she is. Did you know that, Matt? I know. She's known for a thing. Is she known for a thing? A thing, yeah. Uh That's great. Wow. Uh, (laughs) I don't... I just, I'm not, I I mean, she's okay in the ring, which is more than I expected. With a few times I've seen her, which isn't very many, because I, you know, swore off that fucking upper roster crap. Some quite earlier this year, but. Yep, the best thing I ever did. Yeah, I know. But the the funny thing is, you know, she's fine-ish, I guess, but. She's fine-ish. But but I don't know. She's the finest. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) <laughs> but I just don't really like her that much. And I'm like, whatever. She's kind of bland to me. And, and my biggest problem is that she's basically the female Roddy Piper. And I know that's kind of the point, but I still think that's lame. And I know she got permission from Roddy before he died. Blah, blah, blah. Even has a stupid coat. Whatever. I don't care. At the end of the day, I'd rather she had her own fucking identity and not just female Roddy Piper. Right. I agree with I that. don't find it uh, interesting. And the, now, obviously, since I already bitched about the, you know, her debut and at the Royal Rumble and whatever, and she did a lot of sign pointing, and she loves sign pointing, and they always do around WrestleMania time. Um, Point at it. Swear to God, I'm going to break these fingers from people uh, <laughs> that keep on pointing. Or I'll just send Pete Dunn, or I'll send uh, Marty Scurll to do it. I'll send them both. Yeah, make sure double the job team. gets done. Yeah, double team that shit. <laughs> you point at that sign. They're breaking your fingers. Anyways, um, <laughs> so uh, my issue with her has been a constant that seems to bother nobody else because no one brings it up. But when she looks angry, it looks forced. <laughs> she just she's suddenly just all hee cheery happy, and then all of a sudden, this uh, this just this frowny face gets put on her face like it's someone painted it on or something. No, she paints just, other things on her face. Yeah, that that's true. That doesn't look that great either. I don't I don't like her eyeshadow crap she does or whatever the fuck it is. I don't like her fucking What's funny is that partially you... braided hair that she had at this match. It's like <laughs> it just looks bad. I don't know why. It just it's looks funny is super that bad. You mentioned the eyeshadow stuff. She only does that for the pay per views so far that I've seen. Oh. Okay. And and the first time she did it, which was she she didn't do it initially. Like at WrestleMania, you go back to that match. Yeah, I, I I didn't remember seeing that there. She didn't do it at the, when she won the. Initially won the women's title, I believe. But soon, either there or soon after, she started doing it. And the first time she did it, it was way worse. You would hate that even more. Like, <laughs> okay. like, like oh, it was oh, like, oh, when I saw Evolution was subtle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, you could say, you could, you'd be more than, I'd be more than willing to forgive you for saying you didn't even notice it. Comparison. Because I just, like, I don't remember what's, what show it was at. But, yeah, she had it. To the point where she had, I, I, I can't explain it, but it was like wrapped around the side of her head and shit. It was really weird. <laughs> it just looks really weird. It looks really weird. Like she made, like if she was trying to look like scary and mean, I guess it worked because uh, and by comparison, Bull Nakana would look like a fucking angel. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Oh God, I think I found an image of it. Oh no. Oh, it looks horrible. Let me see it. It's like she smeared it upside her fucking forehead, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're looking at, but I gotta see it first. All right, let me try to send it to you. Trying to send it. Live recordings, folks. This is how it works. 
I don't know if that'll get you, get you it, but I, yeah, yeah, it will. It will get. It. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I told you. I knew I was like, wow. <laughs> what did you type in to get it? <laughs> I just put in literally the most generic thing I could to get an images error, which is Ronda Rousey WWE. That's all I put. Wow. And it was the third image on the top. Yeah, that's that's definitely it right there. <laughs> Looks so bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, because I'm looking at fucking ones from right next to it that are like from the Evolution pay-per-view, and it's it is extremely subtle by comparison. <laughs> yeah, <I> told you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she can knock off the makeup. She can knock off. Uh, uh, trying to pretend to be someone else and just be yourself would be would be a good idea. Agreed. I mean, at this point, she might as well be the most electrifying woman in sports entertainment history, or something. I mean, you might as well do that too while you're at it. Yeah, just start borrowing for more people. Yeah, just come out and call your fans uh, Ronda Maniacs or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else can we? What what other thing can we do? Uh, Rouseyites. In the there crowd. you go. We could, do, we could do rest with Rousey. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm just really shitting things out. Um, I got nothing else. Yeah, let's not. Uh, uh. So I thought the uh, I thought evolution. I'd say it's a solid B. The hit woman. You Ronda can stop Rousey. now. We were done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say. Anyways, <laughs> it's a solid B. Wouldn't you say solid evolution B. solid B? Sounds about right. Probably because I just don't want to think about it anymore. All right, cool. So yeah, F to a B, B to an F. I don't know which to go. Uh, yeah, so I hope eventually I'll see that UK women's title match that happened. Though. I have a, I doubt it. It'd be more to see uh, Ripley in action and, and less to see Dakota Kai because she's okay, but she doesn't necessarily stand out. So. Oh come on! Got such harsh words for a captain of Team Kick, Matt. Come on. <laughs> I don't understand that. I Can don't you explain that to me. No, there's nothing to explain. It just because they never mentioned anything wider saying that. There's, they like, never oh, have. They never have. Yeah. There's no explanation. She's just captain of Team Kick. Wherever that kick, there is no team kick. kick. That's the that's the catch, because as far as I've ever known, she's the sole entrant into team kick. It's not a team then. I know that, but once again, at least one other person. There's been no other mention of anyone else that's supposedly on this team kick, and (laughs) anyone else related to it or (laughs) remotely related. It's just her. That's all they ever mentioned. And they've said it many times. Oh, yeah. They said it all the time when she was out on, on the Mayan Classic. And I was just like, what is this team kick? Why do you stop? It sounds like they want to tell you more, but then they just don't. Because there isn't anything. Yeah, I guess. Jesus Christ. So outside of that weirdness, uh, I actually kind of like her. But uh, but uh, I just feel like that there's because they're not booking her to be anything more than a low-level, you know, weekly NXT appearance or once in a blue moon when they need her to be. Right. Uh, so she doesn't get to really stand out for that reason, I think. Yeah, I agree. And of course, everyone, Matt's f- least favorite uh, thing about her is that she's compared to Bailey. 
as far as our gaming is concerned. I don't care. <laughs> because unless it's exactly the same, I'm not going to be bothered by it. Um, so you brought up XT. Let's bring up. Let's talk about more XT since uh, I don't really have. I don't really have anything I can really point to. More than just trying to think of things that I remember watching over the last like two months. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, um, and I might we might have repeated this on the previous episode. But fuck it. Good shit needs to talk about more than once, let me tell you. Um, everything Pete Dunn's ever done in the last couple of months on there, oh, he just does it for me, like I said. Um, I love how they... I, I wasn't the biggest fan of how slow the build was, but at the same time, it's probably because we're not used to slow builds anymore. So when they did that whole who tacked Alistair Black thing, and people were... You know, and I and I was always a proponent, as I'd said previously, on the show that I was hoping it'd be Lars Sullivan because of just how he was in the background, that bright shirt stuck out, and he was walking away, and it made it look like he was guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? That probably would. We already saw those two in the match, and it wouldn't necessarily be any better. Not saying anything. Not saying far five star Lars can't go, but. You know, it's just, and that's I right. like never ca- forget that he has a five-star match under his belt. That's right. He does. <laughs> forget that. I won't let you forget it. Um, I guarantee you that'll be on next year's NXT, best of NXT 2018 release. Guarantee yeah, you it. say that, but then you saw this, you saw last year's and it wasn't so true. Oh, so. no, no, that one will be on there. There's no question. It's, okay. it's a, it's a ridiculous ladder match. They're going to put it on there. <laughs> okay. Um, it also establishes that new title at the time, so yeah, there's two true. big reasons they're going to put. So it in other words, they're not putting it on there because it's the best. They're putting it on there because of those other frivolous things. Yeah, well, good enough reason because it's really good. So uh, now you're just propagating bullshit. Okay, come on. Uh, <laughs> you're propagating bullshit reasons, is what I should say. Um, oh, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't. Those aren't my reasons. I'm just saying whatever gets it on there. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Anyways, um, <laughs> so uh, so when they finally revealed uh, that it was Johnny Gargano that had uh, attacked him, which was always a uh, high on the list of who I thought could also have be pegged to do it, that makes sense. Um, I like how they revealed him, where they had you know, and and Nikki Cross. It's kind of funny how this is not about her. But they kind of centered it around her, and that she had a secret and she knew the truth. And and just the the one there was that one episode uh, where the crowd was just chanting, "Nikki's got a secret," and it's just the best shit ever. That crowd was so great that show. And <laughs> um, like she just like would go out there and she like Tommaso Ciampa's out there, and he was about to say something. She just knocks. His uh, his mic out of his hand and shit and fucking the greatest shit ever and and um, but then when when they go to the episode they're gonna reveal it um uh, well what they do with that same episode uh, Alistair Black storms in and demands to get it to- he demand well he interrupts. The, a women's match between her, between Nikki Cross and Bianca Belair, and then demands to be told who it is, 
he he she obviously tells him but they don't tell you they don't tell the viewer you just see him getting upset about it and then the, the week later she's all like he's coming he's coming and everyone's like who is she talking about and they all think it's going to be like the person who attacked black but it was actually black himself coming um and he just does some he does this just the secure the, the the flunky security guards outside he just black masses the hell out of all of them he black masses his way into that building that's basically what he did yes <laughs> like that one guy who opened the, who where he opened the door and the guy was coming at him yeah he just he basically you didn't see the guy until he fucking got kicked already uh that was great um and then he storms down and there's a cameraman that falls which i don't know if that was planned but it certainly added to it and then uh then he just goes up to Regal's like, you still don't know who it is because he just says, where is he? You're like, who's he? And then John Guerrero comes out, super kicks him, and says, I'm right here. So that was a great ending to what was drawn out for several weeks. And love that shit. Can't wait for that match. Um, and also this last week uh, show, they, they finally set up the War Games match where they had us this uh, they were gonna have this tag team match. It was gonna be the War Raiders versus uh, the two non-titled members of uh, Undisputed Era, and that was gonna be uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish, which is a pairing we've I don't think we've ever seen that pairing before. So I was interested just based on that, uh, see how well they'd work together. But we didn't get that because we got a brawl out of nowhere from the War Raiders starting it and backstage spills to the outside then suddenly all out of corner off the corner screen you see a uh, ricochet fly the fuck in because you know it's the one and only can do that and <laughs> and then so it's a three it's and it was all all of on the spirit error initially against two guys and then he makes it three two and then i'm like well of all the people that have been familiar with in this in this grouping I just started thinking to myself, all right, where's Pete Dunne? Where's he coming in? When's he going to ambush him? And they wait until they get back in the building and they're brawling in the ring. And then his music hits and he comes out. And because he does it for me, I'm happy as fucking lark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I just look at him and go, the Unspeed is at the top of the ramp and the rest of them are in the ring. And it's like, I just see the... The one shot of all four of one, the one shot of all four of the other, right before it goes off the air. And I'm like, that's the War Games match. And guess what? That's the War Games match. Yep. That's fine with me. That's absolutely awesome. Fuck yeah. That match is going to do it for me. The Unspeeded Era, this time, in it, this, <laughs> then in it the second year in a row, this time they're going to be with Roddick Strong. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Can't wait for that shit. Um, my favorite faction in wrestling, the cool heels. <laughs> so that will be taking place October or November 17th. So that'll be in two weeks. Yeah. A week from this Saturday, actually. And the dream finally gets a title match and it's That's at true. war games. Yep. Yes. Actually, no. What? No. No, next this next this week's show. Uh, the Dream has to defend his uh, chance against the the man with the five star uh, match, five star Lars. 
Oh, no. Please don't turn this into a three-way. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd really mind that, to be honest. But, because I could see them, like, ending in a schmoz and then have, adding him to the match. Adding five-star Lars to the match. Um, <laughs> I guess I wouldn't mind that. As long as he doesn't take Dream's spot, I don't really care too much. But honestly, I'd rather see the one-on-one. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I agree with that. So hopefully that's what still is on the card. Sorry, five-star large. You're going to have to find some other match if you're even on the card, which they have two more matches to put on the card. And And what do you think those will be? Well, while I do know they won't be, they won't be a tag title match because they're in the main event with the War Games match. Well, that's, that's a given. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And there won't be a North American defense because Ricochet is also in that match. Right. So there so won't be a bunch of non-title matches. There won't be a, except a, for a, a women's. U, there won't match. be a UK Championship title match either because Pete Dunne's also in that match. So <laughs> we have lots of titles in one match. So guarantees there's no defenses of any of those. So all we have left is the women's mat title, and that's it. Uh, that's all there can be. So that. I assume is going to be defended. I think that'll be one of them. And then after that, I have no idea. Because what do you Nor- think will challenge for that women's title? I don't know, but I'm kind of assuming it's a rematch. So it'll be what match number four? That'd be like against the- against Kyrie Sane. Let me think here. Uh, for the title, well, here we we had their we had the Mayan Classic last year with the finals, and then we had. Yeah, I think that's like the fourth or fifth time they're going to have a singles match in about a year and a half. I don't know. I I don't know what they're going to do. To be honest, with that, it could be a it could be a, a rematch just because. First of all, you know WWE, they like their rematch clauses, and she lost the title, so. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, plus, so that'll be an easy. Plus, one she know. has the excuse of you didn't beat me. Because your friends helped you. Right. So. Yeah, that'll probably be set up this week. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So um, that's probably what's going to happen with that title. Obviously, the hardest thing to call is the last match they put on there. Yeah, uh, I have no idea what else they're going to put on there. Because <laughs> they always have five matches, and the majority are always, almost always, fill up the card with the titles the title defenses and then maybe we have and that's usually that's especially how it was before the the uh the um yeah like now because they have the north american title that was introduced this year so a lot of times it's put the four titles on the line and then also uh, an extra non-title match of some kind that they build up but a few times already they've done they've forego like right after they established the, that title this year. Then the very next one, they didn't have it defended. So, um, All right. I can tell you for a fact that the challengers for the titles that are on the guys in the War Games match, they've pretty much got all of them accounted for as far as challengers in the future, yeah. except for the tag team titles. It isn't necessarily going to be the War Raiders, I don't think. And if it is, it won't be right away because of that match there. So I think at the very least, I think they might have, I'm just, the only thing I can think of is that they're going to have only Lorcan and Danny Birch do something. 
Whatever. Yeah, they, they do seem they do seem like ever since they've come back, they're trying to rebuild them up again. Yeah. To to do more with them and maybe at the top of the tag teams. And I certainly would not be against this because no, they had fucking barn burners earlier this year. So I am t- down with that. Like nobody's business. So that's I'm cool. raising the one. What are you raising? Raising that too. Danny Birch that's represent right. over here. <laughs> you should um, know that's very specifically. Oni Lorcan's the one. Danny Birch is number two. Yeah, I know it's the same every time. I don't know. Understand the <laughs> reason for why, but uh, I don't really care. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like it's like something that puzzles me is why they hold up one and a two, and uh, but I don't like necessarily look for the answer. <laughs> it's kind of weird like that. Do you know why? No, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah you're fine with that too, I guess. They started um, doing it after they were a tag team, so because one of them already did it, right? And so the other one just did. Yes, the other that's one. actually true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was actually Lorcan. Yeah. He was always holding up the his number one when he was coming out for singles matches, and then they actually had a. So if you want to, if you want to go back ever, if you ever go, ever can find uh, or just get resubscribed to net, the network. Uh, oh, wait, for, wait, we're subscribing to the network after this ten year deals. And oh, I'm not, I'm not saying you're going to. I'm just saying if you ever could <laughs> or you did that or whatever you want to find them. If sure, ever, someone if else you, will give me the money. If you ever. Uh, were able to, you know, I think uh, going back and watching some of their, uh, their, they had a number of uh, weekly NXT uh, show matches last year of those two having a, a, a small rivalry on the weekly show, uh, a number of different matches, and it was really good stuff. So before they were put together. Before they were put together? Yeah. Uh... Okay. Hell, some of those, few of those, might even be from earlier this year. I don't at the very beginning. I don't know. So, uh, see, I think that they should get a strong showing, uh, but against an actual team that actually could be a threat to like them losing. So, I still can't think of who the fuck that even be, to be quite honest. But you know, so you're, so you're saying you would think the fifth match might be like a, some kind of like just non-title tag team match with. Uh, those two versus somebody else. Yeah. It could be uh, Forgotten Sons. I hope not. Oh, God. I forgot about them. I always forget about them. They're very, <laughs> easy, to for- it's very easy to forget the forget- Forgotten Sons. Yeah, it's Sons. in the name. Yeah. You keep but, bringing uh, them up. Like, they haven't been there in, like, three weeks or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's fine by me. Stay away. They are forgotten. Oh, I hate that fucking... <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. You know, we'll get to that. Later. We're getting into it right now. Oh, there's nothing to get into that. We gotta save our awards, man. Save our awards. No, I was not gonna go into the awards. I was just gonna just bitch about them for a little bit. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sure. Um, they suck. I'm done. Bye. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was short. I said a little bit. I didn't say how little. <laughs> you certainly didn't. They're best best left forgotten. Um, <laughs> That's absolutely right. They're so they're so well, they're so well titled. Let me tell you. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who to put against Lorcan and Birch, but, uh, man. See, here's another person that I'm into that everyone else is like, seems like a little shitty. Like, he's not good. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm into the finest Conan Reeves, man. I just love, I love seeing his ass, and, uh, I would almost wish that he'd have a match or something on the card. That didn't have to be much. Just, just get him on there. 
they put him against uh did he already fight uh did i can't remember did did he ever have a mess of like a weekly show match against like uh oh no or oh that? no that was my reply because that's always a <laughs> That's always the kind of guy that they'll bring out whenever they are short of a match. They don't know what to do. They've done that a few times in the past mm-hmm. couple of years when I've been watching. Oh, that's right. They're going to have Ono versus Riddle. Oh, are they? Well, I can't imagine why not. So that's, oh, that's true. That's, that's true. That, that's true. They've been building they were that kind of hinting at that, weren't they? Yeah, he constantly was saying, "Oh, your little toy gets here. Let me know so I can knock him out." Oh yeah, yeah. That actually, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, but you know, yeah. no Logan Birch, no finest. Huh? Well, you're not gonna get the finest. Sorry, Matt. Ugh. You know, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty fucking ironic that he's called the finest, and uh, he's not on the finest shows. I know, right? It's it's just weird. It's pretty weird. So, uh, yeah. Anything else? Uh, what about New Japan? What have they been doing? Well, uh, going to cover their last major show of the year. Just had that this past weekend. Uh, it was a Power Struggle. Power Struggle. A little, little struggled to keep my attention a bit. Uh, <laughs> Ah, I struggled. see what you did there. See what you did there. Um, it's definitely their weakest show of the year, I would say, but considering, you know, they're usually really good. It still had some a few good matches that were really good on it. I'm not going to cover everything because it's not worth it. Um, just going to talk about, really, I guess those two matches that were really good. So, uh, you know, because you watched those uh, when you came in for the late, the late, late part of the card. So they had the uh-huh. RPW British Heavyweight Championship match. Um, for some reason, was defended on here, and uh, with two Japanese guys, one of them the British Heavyweight Champion in Japan. It's a very go, go figure this one out, but it's pretty funny. Um, but Tomohiro Ishii was defended his uh, the RW, RPW. British Heavyweight Championship against Minoru Suzuki, or as I like to affectionately call him, uh, Ornery Grandpa. Uh, yes, Ornery Grandpa is awesome. <laughs> and, uh, but but just like, okay, in the same way that I say that Rhea Ripley and Pete Dunne do it for me, Tomohiro Ishii does it for me too now. Well, that's a lot of people actually. You're not, you're not, you're, it's definitely not, your other picks there are, I would say, are fairly unique for you saying that, but to say Ishii does it for you is a very common thing, actually. Dude, he's tough and hard. I know he is, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, those, uh, oh my god, those two just fucking blasting each other in the fucking face. It's a very common spot, though. They Both of them in both their matches, but they're there. But it sounds good every time. It sounds good every time. Yeah. Like, just about they, every time. Those two guys, they like, that's, that's, that's a thing they like to do in their matches, no matter who they're against. Just, they like to do that. That's the thing they do. So, if you want to see more of blasting in the face spots, there's plenty of those <laughs> this year. Um, you can watch Kota Ibushi and Toru Ishii on day ten of the G1 Climax do that to each other. Uh, <laughs> you can watch. I yeah. When I think about the about Ishii being against, uh, who was it? Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi. Hmm. 
it just doesn't feel the same. Like it immediately doesn't seem as appealing. When it, but when I think of Ishii against Suzuki, I immediately think two ornery tough fuckers that just want to just 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 to, like with Ishii, a big thick motherfucker who just wants to just pummel each other and like it. <laughs> whereas 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 Ishii in that match was against somebody that looks like a pretty boy and it's like, oh, don't hurt me, I'm Vega and from Street Fighter. Oh, that's and... not how it really comes off, to be no, honest. No, I know, I know, but it's just it's just. He's very pretty, though, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> one of those pretty boys. Which, I don't know why, when I said Vega from Street Fighter, it made me think of that, of Jim Sterling and his, that one episode, one thing where he tried to make up look like he was Blanca. And he's just like, I am Street Fighter from Street Fighter. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head. Anyways. <laughs> well, at the very least, you should look out for the... New, the Strong Style Evolved show mm-hmm. earlier in the year. Um, I have to look that up real quick. More more active searching on the show live, everyone. Live, 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 live. Live show searching. Do, 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 Okay, here it is. Oh. It's a it's a tag team match, uh, Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Okada and Ishii. But uh, that's the one I referenced the other day when we were watching this match uh-huh. uh, for Power Struggle, where the crowd between the when they start doing the strike back and forth spots, and the between each strike the the crowd goes shh, and then they do the next one. Whap! So that's the one you want to watch if you want to see more of that kind of thing. That sounds good. That sounds like my thing, right there. It is. It's and it's because it's these two at each other again. It just happens to be a tag match. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the the main people who do that are those two. <laughs> this is exactly the ones you want. So. So uh, what what show was that? It's a Strong Style Evolved. Okay. It's the first U.S. show then during the year that they had. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a really good match. Uh, it's probably my favorite of theirs. Of these two striking back and forth, I've seen all year. Uh, so definitely one of those strong style matches that you gotta love. Oh, and then, uh, and then the other one that stood out to me the most was the main event, was the Intercontinental Title being defended by Chris Jericho def- against Evil, and he he defended it. I didn't expect that because he. This is his first defense, and like after he won it five months earlier or whatever. Oh man, the the main event was uh, you know what the main event of the main event was for me in the main event. What's that? It was evil or whatever the fuck. Evil. Yeah, evil. <laughs> evil. <laughs> it was like a. Sp- yeah, I I swear we. I think we were claiming, we were trying to see, and we were like, I think it's two different women, but it's always those same two women screaming out his name. <laughs> very vocally, yeah. They were yes. very into it. <laughs> they did it so often, I was yes. like constantly laughing about it. I know. And there was there was a smaller, there was probably only one person doing it for uh, Naito in the previous match. Yeah. Uh, like, Naito! And I'm just like, so then me and Mike are sitting there, and he, you'll be, you'll say... Ibaru. And I'll go, Naito! Ibaru. Naito! <laughs> <laughs> we got in the LIJ uh, 
in in a, in a fan fight. Yeah, there that. you go. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. I keep I keep I was when I when I found out when I realized that they were the same group, same faction. I was like, oh my god, that's why they're doing it. Because <laughs> I'm not used to who's got what. Because like I'm used to Western uh, factions, wrestling factions, where they where the person is clearly even when they're by themselves, it's obvious that they're together. Where in some way, you know, there's some inclination, some something on their tights or something that says that they're in this faction. Whereas a lot of the guys and there's a lot more factions in and a lot bigger factions it seems mm-hmm. in New Japan, but almost none of them have anything on. Where, they're not wearing anything or really much signifying what to constantly remind you of what faction they're part of. So you, for me, it's a person who doesn't follow it. I forget. So, like, I, I look at Evil and, and Naito as separate, not together, because they got such different looks. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas like, Evil and Sonata, they've been constantly together because in the past, and especially this year, they've been tag champs together, and they've, I think they've held the six-man titles there together, and they've been constantly been, especially earlier in the year, they've been constantly mentioned together in, in, in recaps I've heard and listened to. So that's so I I equate those two together, but only as a tag team. I don't equate them as a bigger group. So. Speaking of them, there's a great tag team match that's one of my favorite of the year. They had back in Dominion when they tried to defend their titles. So was that. was that was that against the uh, God? Uh, let me was that check. The checking song. No, it was the actually it's actually was defending against the Young Bucks. Oh okay. I think I still saw that one. You might have. Because I definitely saw. I definitely saw the. Uh, no, the Bucks were the ones that lost to God. Yeah, that right? was later. That was later. Yeah. Though. Right. Right. Okay. I definitely saw that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly out of nowhere, Matt Jackson's got a hurt. He's, he's selling his back suddenly. All after uh, after they initially did, and then it seemed like he stopped doing it. He like did. All of a sudden, there, there, oh, there, it just there oh, was a time... tough actins and actins. What I need right now. Yeah, oh, exactly. Man, that's really no, no, that that's true. Like <laughs> he was selling it back at Dominion in that match, I believe. Right. And uh, around that time, a lot, uh, pretty frequently. But then, yeah, he, there was a time where quite a few months where he seemed fine, and yeah, he, he didn't selling, even, and he started he selling even, it again later. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't even sell it all in. So. No. No. That was during the I am not slaying my back time. And then right, that definitely it. was during that time, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, so those matches, uh, Power Struggle, that's the ones to watch. Uh, I thought it was a... It was a C... Ma- a C. Uh, I rated it a C. A solid C. C. Solid C. That, mm-hmm. that, that Ishii-Suzuki uh, match did it for you, huh? Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, was, way in, I was way into it. I know you were. That's great. I, um, I was a little less into it just because I've seen that them do that kind of thing right. a lot. Yeah, that was, so right. I figured that was why. So. Uh, so I struggled to put it on my on my best wrestling matches of the year. So I never did. You power because... struggled to put a power struggle match on there. No, I didn't put any power struggle mm-hmm. match on there. Yeah, I was saying that's why you struggled to put it on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, <laughs> so no, I didn't put it on. I was very close. I, I actually kept thinking about it, going back and thinking about it. Like, should I put it on there? Should I put... 
No, not quite. <laughs> it just barely misses, but it was very yeah. good. I should have an award called the barely missed award. Um, <laughs> Which then we won't put in the list in a sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See how I'm doing that? You saw right through my battle plan. God damn it. That's right. Um, Got my eyes on you, Matt. Hmm. Yeah. Is it? Are you doing that motion with your fingers? That's right. I am. Yeah. I can't see you, so I just have to trust you doing it. <laughs> um. So yeah, so in about a week and a half, we'll be back with you guys, hopefully. Tra- yep. Right after about, War Games. We're going to talk yep. about War Games. Talk about War Games. Last, and last big uh, event for me for the year, and may probably Matt as well, since Matt mainly watches NXT only. Um, yep. It's all and, uh, and New Japan is over, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they do have the... Uh, the heavyweights doing their uh, their World Tag League and for December, but it's not a major event. It's just a little tournament event they always, you know, end the year on. So I might see the finals of that just for the fucking seeing it, but I I'm not gonna do a blog or ratings or anything or talk you're about basically it. Not gonna, yeah, yeah. It's gonna just gonna be a thing it. I might watch or I might not. I don't fucking know. And uh, so yeah, so, yeah after, getting, War Games is basically that. the last wrestling event of the year for me, basically when it comes down to it. Yeah, so after then, that after that show, we'll start talking about our awards. That's right. We got awards coming next time. Uh, give them, give them a taste. Give them the titles of some of these awards. Uh, well, some so crazy we got, awards. So we got like the No Apologies Award. So yeah, there you go. For that's the my, people we like idea. that we give no fucks or apologies for for liking, right. despite you might have your reservations. That's why we call it that. Uh, we have the Go <laughs> the Fuck Home Award. So <laughs> people we don't want to see anymore. Like Xbox Heat, as it's called. That's what we have for these. Which is funny because <laughs> that's mistitled, as I've mentioned to you previously, that uh, Xbox Heat is actually mis- mislabeled because I like Xbox. I like, think he's, he's fine. Not, I didn't he, really hate it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah he's, I mean, he's not. I hated one of his moves and that was it. Yeah, the Bronco Buster. That's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I do, I know, because it's stupid. But, um,. But yeah, I liked him when he was teaming with Kane in '99. I like that shit. So there's a lot of stuff to like. I liked him in TNA to a degree when he was there. Not the uh, there are certain things. I mean, it, it's a it's a come and go type of thing with him with me. But you know, so we also got the uh, more over, most overrated award for people that we think are just way too overrated. Yep. Uh, Personal favorite wrestlers, you know, not necessarily the best wrestlers, but our favorites of the year right. that we've watched, that we just really do it for us, as we say sometimes. Yep, that list is full of my shit. Yep, and then we got the also the <laughs> They Grew On Me Award. Over time, these people grew on us, and we started liking them more and more for various right. reasons. Yep. And then we also have or my personal thing where I'm going to go over... My top 10 of matches of the year, uh, in no particular order, just that they're the top 10. And I have, and, and I, I don't know if War Games will add anything, but it probably will add at least one. Probably the War Games match. But <laughs> like last year. I don't know. Uh, but uh, there's 30, so far there's 38, not counting War Games, adding anything for the year. Uh, and my top 10 will be. Just be on. We'll be talking about those, and then, and then because of that, uh, getting my list together, I also have a points tally of the best wrestlers of the year. And 
There is uh, 41 wrestlers on my list that have at least one point. And yeah, we'll get into that next time. No get it, yeah, yeah, I know. That, that, yeah, that's what I'm going to we'll do. We'll just do like a whole like show that's just about the awards so that we can take our time with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't think it'll take very long to go over war games. Maybe not. We'll do that right away, and then we'll get into that stuff. That's what, All right, that sounds that's good. what I think. Yeah. All right, that's what you think? Then I like what you think. All right. <laughs> and we'll talk about the... And also, just to, to top it off, we'll also be talking about wrestling. my wrestling events ranked... Uh, in the year, a.k.a. the best events. The best. The best events, Mike? That's right. Sounds good. All right. All right. So uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. Um, you can catch uh, the podcast on Twitter at Space Suplex and uh, heartarchive.wordpress.com for the uh, post, the text post. And uh, if you... Uh, go there. You can also get uh, well. You can get it at both places, actually. Um, you can, or at least you can follow links to find it. Uh, you can get uh, the uh, subscription link via RSS or iTunes. Well, you can just look us up on iTunes at Heart Knights Archive. So that'll get you both uh, Heart and Psychic Podcast and this show. So that'll do it for us. Uh, for Mike, I am Matt, and we'll see you next time.